about to enter a world of pain, suffering, and laughter. <laughs> we started. We're yeah, going. We hey, hey guys, welcome uh, to Worst Gig Ever. I'm Mike Pace. I'm Jeff Garlock. Uh, you know what this is? It's the show where we talk to people about the shit they produce. Their, their worst their gigs, butt. how bad it is being a musician, <laughs> and, an artist, etc. Yeah, and we have a, a, a typically great sh- guys. Uh-huh. I should say we do have two canine friends with us today. We have Gemma and Baptiste. And they They're, might not get along they, sometimes. They, we got we got a, a worst gig going on between the two of these guys. <laughs> uh, uh, we have a typically great show today. We have a, 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 a comedian, yes. uh, improv actor, Pam Murphy. Pam Murphy, one of my favorite people to complain with. Uh, <laughs> she is a complainer and it's fun. But yeah, uh, Pam Murphy, uh, you know, you can, uh, check her out at murphyplease.com. You might, you, you, uh, you'll, you see, you rec- see you'd recognize her from, uh, commercial from work. Commercial work. And if you're in LA, go see her with Death by Ruru, her she, great she one had... woman show, Like Me, which she just did at the, uh, UCB Theater in New York. And her previous, uh, one woman show, which, uh, the C yeah. word. Yeah, the C word. Which one, uh, one timeouts, uh, best show, I believe. Best one woman, one person show. She is, uh, uh she's, she's a, she's a, she's, she's impressive. Great. She's impressive. She is impressive. Uh, uh, but before we get into Pam, uh, today, we just want to, uh, we got such a great response to, uh, this segment in the past. Oh, uh, so many responses. <laughs> Film Corner. We're going to bring it back for you guys. Film, Film Corner. Corner. Uh, uh, today on Film Corner, we're going to be talking about the 1999 Nicolas Cage starring thriller. Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher Helms. directed a uh, movie. It's called Eight Millimeter. I saw it for the first time last night. Jeff has been watching this movie on and off <laughs> since it came out on video. Uh, I believe written by the guy who wrote, uh, Seven. Uh, so it, it yeah. has that dark, yeah, that 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 typical mid nineties dark quality. It does. Quality. It definitely has a dark quality. Let's, <laughs> guys, guys, please. Dogs. <laughs> I know we're all excited to talk about eight mil. Hey, who let the dogs in? Oh, is what I want to know. That's well played. Uh, Jeff, let's start with you. Give me your give me your rundown of eight millimeter. Well, eight millimeter is crazy. It has a little bit of a Studio sixty on the Sunset Strip vibe where I'm watching it. It's like this is a weirdly miserable movie, but yes. I can't not watch it. Like there's just something about it. I mean the main the main plot of it is Nicolas Cage is a private dick who is hired by a a uh, rich widow whose husband had a snuff film made. And so she wants to find out if this is a real snuff film or a fake snuff film. So then he ends up going on this hunt of the underbelly of porn. Uh, uh, Helped out by by Joaquin Phoenix, who is a porn store clerk who's surprisingly smart. But he's also kind Uh, of, he also plays in like an industrial punk, like Jenna Torturers-esque kind of sex punk band yes, it's definitely a confused subculture <laughs> punk. hold on a second hold Guys, on here shut the fuck up 
uh, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it. it's it's a pretty miserable film. Right. Uh, it is definitely something that that you. you but you're intrigued by it. Nicolas Cage is – this is probably right around the time when he was really going over the top. He's bad. Right. This is around the time when he's, he starts doing the switch. Like, Because there was a point where Nicolas Cage was a good actor. Yeah. yeah like it, he was He was like, okay, we. he's going to be in a movie. It'll be a good performance. Like, he, yeah. He's got his thing. But I do think like 8mm might be the point where like the Cage that most people know, the crazy reactions of say your Wicker Man or anything you did in Ghost Rider, Season of the Witch, yeah. etc., uh, this is where it starts. And the main scene to watch, if you watch, if you only watch one scene, uh, I actually did a. We're gonna a, put we're gonna put a we'll link, put a, link a YouTube scene. video of it. But when he first watches the snuff film, it's the craziest Nicolas Cage reaction. Immediately he's yeah, like just punching his punching his knee. Freaking out yeah. for every, he's matching punches. It's, it's, it's a movie I think it's worth seeing. Joe Schumacher, clearly a hack. Yeah. Um, the movie looks, looks good. It's, it's, but it's, it's pretty bad. You know, if I had to give it, uh, I maybe give it two farts. Yeah. Out of four on, on uh, my... I'm giving it a strong <laughs> three farts. Uh, if you love the master, You'll love eight millimeter I because would, he gives yeah. just as much of a nuanced performance. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, there, does. there you go. Uh, I would say if you want to see a, a similar movie that's actually much better about similar subject matter, hardcore with right. George C. E. Scott from 1979, where he goes, uh, you know, into the uh, uh, seedy underbelly to find out what happened to his kidnapped daughter. I would like to think Nicholas Cage tried to model his reaction yeah. to the snuff film oh, off of George C. E. Scott's crazy reaction. Definitely. Uh, also, if you watch 8mm, look out for the killer at the end. He's a big Danzig fan. Oh, that's right. He is. <laughs> yeah. Going to his room that he lives in the house with his mother. He has a lot of Danzig posters up, but is also, again, listening to that weird quasi-industrial music that ends up in all these movies that is like a shittier version of my life with the thrill kill cult <laughs> or something. Uh, well I don't played. know where this music comes from, but I don't yeah. want it in my collection. <laughs> well played. And with that, 8mm is currently streaming on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Netflix. Uh, uh, or you can watch 8mm 2, which has nothing to do with the original. That's right. Starring, uh, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Sayich. From that thing you do. <laughs> yep, that uh, guy. Reprising the same character from that thing you do in a weird crossover. <laughs> right. Performance. Uh, for a much longer discussion where we discuss nothing about 8mm, yeah. uh, check out uh, Pam Murphy. We got her coming up right now. Pam again. Murphy. And, of course, uh, subscribe to the podcast, rate us, friend us on Facebook, and enjoy uh, this conversation with Pam Murphy. Don't do that. And that means we've begun. Yeah, oh, we're really? on. Is that for Do real? we start? We have to. We wait until Jeff burps. Yeah, that's naturally. how it works. I should probably sure. start my thing. Hi, Pam, Murphy. What's Welcome. up? Hi. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the studio. Hey, thanks for being here. Welcome to the green room with Paul Provenza. <laughs> Did it again with Paul Provenza. Yes. Uh, hold on. I'm just starting this stop thing. We gotta get the timer right because. So this is all going in. Is this all going in? Probably. This is it. It, it, yeah. We don't unless do you any confess editing. to something, we. Uh... Yeah.
Uh, We're live and raw. <laughs> Welcome to the raw dog. Uh, Pam Murphy, all the way from L.A. Uh, yeah, amazing. The technology right. we have. Yeah, it's she just, flew over here. She's yeah. not. Thank just, you for flying. Just to it, do this. Just show. to do this. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, I appreciate you wasting a lot of money. Thanks for asking me. Uh, make it worth. You wasted a lot of money this week, right? Oh yes, Good. I wasted an incredible <laughs> amount of money. How long did it take for your car to get towed? <laughs> Uh, within about a ha- within an hour That's at good. least. Whoa, at least within an hour. Let's back up for a yes. second here. So, Pam, you're 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 you used to live here. Yeah, I used to. You live, live in Los Angeles now. I do. You're back here visiting. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. talk about this car. Okay. Well, we're, we're not saying you're, you're back here for a purpose. Yeah, I'm back here for a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get out the podcast. Uh, well, uh, I came back here because Sue Galloway and I got a pilot in the New York Television Festival. Right, it's an official selection, and uh, it's in the independent pilot competition. Right, well, well, so well. They had a screening on Monday night um, and Wednesday night. So I flew here for that, and then I'm going to do my show at UCB. Uh, Wait, what's your show called? Like Me. Yeah. Pam Murphy, Like Me. This isn't going to come out before that, so it's not going to be an advertising No, it doesn't matter. It's all going to be past Frankenstorm coming anyway, so no one's going to get that I know. We'll get to that, right? Yeah. We'll get to uh, what a great trip this is turning. All remains of culture as we know it. Basically, this is going to be like a time capsule. Yeah. So we better get this right. The Frankenstorm was a apocalyptic... Is a storm that I don't think is going to be as big as they no, think it's going to be. I hope not. I mean, I hope not. You're supposed to fly back to the I'm West Coast. To, well, yeah, I'm supposed to do my show on Monday night, and I'm supposed to fly out on Tuesday, and like right now, they're forecasting that a hurricane's going to hit yeah. here. A hurricane's going to meet with a nor'easter and make and, some and, and one other thing. There's one yeah. other so thing. There's like a there's, there's cold winds coming down <laughs> yeah. from... Uh, there's from Canada, from Canada, and then there's something coming from the west, right? And all three Dust things are going to meet. It's going to be the perfect storm. <laughs> yes, it it's is. like that's what I they're think calling. Zool is involved. Yes, exactly. We're all yeah. so you're going to be camping out at JFK for potentially for a little while. Newark Airport, so Ooh. a little nicer, a little nicer. Oh, okay. I guess kind being, of. No, it depends being on from New Jersey. Yeah, then Newark. then you think it's nicer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bed wrong. But yeah, so um, I landed. I've got a cut here. Sorry for the listeners. That's all right. I was just picking at his. Uh, just his just arm. let's pick at my arm here. Right. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> but it's go bleeding. It's really it? bleeding bad. Oh, oh my God. God. Can we get first aid kit? <laughs> um, so, so uh, uh, yeah, I uh, went in to go meet Sue, right. parked. I was like, ah, am I too close to that fire hydrant? Nah, I'm sure it's fine. And worst case it's scenario, New York, I would get a ticket, Forget you know? Right, right. So, uh, no, my car was immediately towed when Sue and I uh, came out, left to go to the screening. I was like, well, no, my car was towed. It's gone. It's not there anymore. This is a rental car as well. Yeah, it's a rental car. And so then I was like, what am I going to do? We have to go to the screening. What am I going to do? And then I was like, I'll just worry about it. I'll go to the screening, Uh go out to dinner, (laughs) make a few calls. (laughs) Maybe deal with it at some point. Wait, where did it go? Which impound lot? The one in by Dumbo? The good one. The good one. One, the one that's on 38th. You know them so well at this point. Well, you know I've been to this ones. one before, and the good one. Because you're a terrible driver, and you're always getting. No, I did. I, I've done it once before. Yes. Um, it's on 38th in the West Side Highway. Oh, so okay. it's not bad. But I, I've heard tales that there are impounds like in the Bronx that are like really far away and hard to get right. to. The one in Dumbo is a little. 
It's not as hard to get to, but they just can't find your car. Oh, yeah. This was easy. Hey, guys, driving in New York City, am I right? Am I right? Am I right? But, yeah, I was worried because it was a rental car, and then when you call the number, they're like, if you're not the owner of the car, you need to have a certified letter (laughs) from a company. It has to be on the company's letterhead. And then, no, you just have to be like, here's the rental agreement. Because I'm like, this must happen all the time. Right. You know? So, yeah. Do you know if your rental car had a serious XM? No, I don't believe it okay. does. It's a Dodge Avenger. The Avenger. <laughs> Why are we I, talking about Sirius XM? Well, I mean that would be a boon if you if you did get whenever I oh we're also get sponsored by Sirius oh, XM. That's right, I should say that uh, Sirius XM. The, the show, this episode's going out to those yes. guys. Uh, and if you want to get sponsored by the Dodge Avenger. Avenger. That was a tie-in. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard of that car before. I don't think it exists. I think it's weird. That was thing. a big hassle, too. Renting a car, was it was annoying. Right, sure. Yeah. Uh, so this is a great trip for you. It's yeah, and... Oh, right. It's turning out great. So I'm just <laughs> sitting around hoping that a hurricane doesn't hit um, on Monday at 930 when I'm supposed to do my show. Uh, well, I'll still be there unless I go home because I'm scared of the hurricane. Well, what's going to happen? I don't even know if the theater is going to be open. Yeah, so. That's the thing. No, yeah. yeah, we'll be open. You think so? Although, although I will say Eric Tenoy, who was one of the people who runs the school, already sent out a thing about just in case for classes. Like, make sure you check if the subway's running. Because people yeah. are already getting worried classes are going to get canceled, etc. This is going to be one of the right things where you're going to see on News 12 people boarding up the windows with tape. Up and coming actress Pam the, Murphy has died. And, and what, no, but what's going to happen is nothing. Right. Nothing. I know. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's going to be nothing. I hope it. I'm sorry, North Carolina, but I hope it just landfalls there. Sure. Destroy North Carolina. Just for the purposes yes. of my me doing my show. <laughs> yeah. Then, you got to look out happens, for yourself. Obama lost North Carolina and Romney wins the election it, because. Classic what if situation yeah. here. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, we'll know by the time this episode yes, comes exactly. out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Pam Murphy. Yes. So uh, let's 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 take it back a little bit. Let's take it back to the beginning. Rewind. Pam Murphy. Let's do a little rewind. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you came from Jersey. Yeah. Originally. Uh huh. No We're just gonna do the, the brief of the bio. My life. Yeah. Or my comedy like, life. My real life. Uh, I don't know. We don't have to do it all, but some of it. You came from Jersey. I know. grew up in New Jersey. I grew up in New Jersey, yeah. but I just spent two days there. Right. And you remember how And I remember it what it was like. Yes. <laughs> it all comes rushing back. Right. Uh, not that it was terrible, but whatever. You it's know. home. It's terrible. Yeah. And uh, um, so I grew up in New Jersey. I actually moved to um, New Mexico. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. For like eight years for no reason. Um, yeah, really? it's an odd choice. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you is this do that? Co- a, this is like a post-collegiate. No, this is after just, high school. Just moved to New Mexico because Santa Fe or Albuquerque. Albuquerque. My friend and I wanted to because you want to do meth. We wanted to get out of. Um, <laughs> yeah, we wanted to um, create a show called Breaking Bad about meth labs, and then it fucking <laughs> someone stole my idea. But we wanted to move somewhere. We actually moved to Florida first for like three months mm. in the summer. And you realize what a butthole that it, is. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. It was horrible. My friend was like, I hate it here. I want to leave. So we went back home, saved up more money, and moved to New Mexico. We were either going to move to Los Angeles because my brother lived there right. or um, 
New Mexico because we actually had a bunch of friends from New Jersey who moved there and were going to UNM, the University of New Mexico. Right. So we went there and um, then I just ended up like living there living there and then i was like what the what am i doing here how long until you realize why am i here i would say um after six years but for six years you were living it up like this uh, for best. six years i was living it up it was like the indie scene <laughs> sure. or going to see like indie bands all the time all right you know, being like slackers because it was that time yeah, period. Sure. And it's and, Albuquerque, but, but so you can afford to. And, and the good thing about Albuquerque was that like bands, when they would go on tour, they would always stop in Albuquerque right. on the way to the West Coast. Sure. And there was like a good promoter there. And so. I always had a good time in uh, playing in. Where did in we. Albuquerque. Where would you. I don't remember uh, where we. I think we. I can't only think of playing there with know. High on Fire. I play. Uh, Albuquerque. There was like the El Rey Theater. Oh, there we played there, there maybe. Yeah, there was like the launch pad was like another I think we big. We played the launch pad yes. too. Okay, and then yeah, there was one, oh, I love Albuquerque. There was yeah. one other one that I forget what the name of it was, but yeah, so we saw, saw a lot of great bands but there. But it was stuff. also like growing up on Long Island and going on like fam- family vacations, we'd always go out west. And uh-huh. So we we definitely went to uh, uh, New Mexico, Arizona a few times. Oh yeah, and it's so different. The terrain is so right. different yeah. than what you're used to right. in the Northeast. That. Um, uh, for me, going out, I don't know, I guess maybe after six years of living, the, the novelty might wear off. Yeah. But, I mean, you're in the desert. No, it's very hot there. Yeah. It's really hot. It's brown. Everything's right. brown. And it's, you know, a totally different climate. And, um, you know, it's different. But there's not a lot going on. Right. You know what I mean? Like, aside from that. It's Albuquerque. Um, yeah, it's Albuquerque, <laughs> you know? I mean, were you, like, into, like, you know, hiking in the... You know, the mountains. I mean, kind of. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would go do it. I would go do it. It's hot. I mean, it's hot. You From know? what I know of Pam, I can only imagine everything revolving around that would be begrudgingly. Yeah. Begrudgingly I would go hiking. leaving the Go house. mountain biking. I take my dog hiking. We would go hiking and right. stuff. We would go, like, four-wheeling. Like, go yeah. off-roading. ATV. Wait, did you have the same dog this whole time? Uh, no. I got Chester That's in Chester? New, I got Chester in New, in New Mexico, Mexico, but I had a dog before that Hudson that I had to kill because oh, he. Great, thanks you know, for bringing that up. B. Sorry, but then <laughs> exactly um, the, same thing. the polite way. <laughs> I had to put him to sleep. I had to kill him. <laughs> I murdered my dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. I'll edit that out. <laughs> nope, it's it. Uh, but uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so I would go doing some. We actually would. We, I have like a huge group of friends there, and we do, we drove a. Um, like a Bronco off a cliff one time and videotaped it. We would do like stupid shit like that. It was like before Jackass, right? Right. And you know, steel street so signs. Jackass and... stole the idea from you. Yes. For that. Yes. Another that bad, idea. Jackass. Another one. Another one. Another. Somebody lost millions. <laughs> Me. Um, <laughs> that guy. That was Pam. Somebody oh, lost okay. millions. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, so then after that, I was like, why am I living here? There's like nothing happening. So then I moved back to New Jersey. What, two years you sat there thinking? Oh, no. Well, I had a job. I like started working in a bank, and I kept getting promoted right. until I was like the vice president of this mortgage company. And I was like super, I guess, like it was kind of corporate but it was like a shitty company, so it wasn't it's like Uber like. corporate Yeah, so it was like... Uh, you know, and then I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, what happened? All my friends had moved away because people just went there to go to college and right. then they like went and did something with their lives. Was so, there any 
were you doing any comedy of any sort? No, this not at all. Just, just no thought about it. Yourself in a lot of ways. Yeah, I guess. Just yeah. you know, just I. I mean, I took it. Yeah, because I was like sick of. I had been poor for so long that I was like, oh, I'll take this job and blah right. blah blah. So anyway, then I moved back to New Jersey. I lived in Jersey City, which is um, you know, really close to New York, right. and. I uh, got another job uh, with a mortgage company that I flew all around the country yeah. um, doing that job. And then... You were able to get that because you had already had... All yeah, because I'd already had that and I knew somebody from that company. And then um, uh, my my boyfriend at the time's friend was like, uh, you know, you're so funny, you should take classes at the UCB Theater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's that? Uh-huh. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Spill it out for me. <laughs> What uh, are you talking okay. about? Explain more. <laughs> Spell it out. For you. He, he did. He, yeah. Fuck it. You see. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. So anyway, um, then uh, two years went by. I had this job flying around, and then I quit that job, and then I started taking classes at UCB. Wait, when did you? Wait, when did you start at UCB? I think I started taking classes in two thousand and three. Okay, so right when I was wrapping up too. I guess so. Because so, I was taking improv at the end of 2002 and 2003. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that's when I started taking class. I started taking improv. Which imp- means we would have been on Ruru together. Now, really? Right now, I this very minute? <laughs> yeah, if you uh, kept it up. Yeah, well, I blew that. It only uh, takes 10 years yeah, hey, <laughs> to get it. to where you want to go. <laughs> yeah, you're a billion years old, right? <laughs> I cool. am. Right. Um, I am. Yo. You're a million nine hundred. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I started taking classes and uh, whatever I got after, I guess, 2000. I took time, 2003. Yeah, in 2005, I auditioned for a Herald team. I, I got on a Herald team. Right. I was on a Herald team for a very long time. Yeah, several yeah, different. For the listener, Herald team is the house improv teams at Opera Systems. Right. Yeah. Were you just doing like odd jobs at this point? Cause you- no, I was still working for. I got okay. a job. No, I think I um, uh, that co- the company I worked. No, yeah, no, I got a job at a company. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I uh, worked for a company. Um, that uh, that I had worked for in New Mexico here, so I did it that here. Works. I worked for right. um, in the mortgage business for a while. Then I um, that company went out of business. I like dicked around for like six months, and I got oh. another job. <laughs> then I worked there for a couple of years. Then I got cancer, and then I got fired. Oh yeah, end of interview. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Uh, right. True story. So yeah, uh, which became your hit. One my hit show. one woman show, The C Word, about me having cancer. On Showtime with Laura. On Lenny. Showtime, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great well, show. We, we, will, we will delve yes. into that. We'll I'm get just, into that. I'm curious, though, because you, you, was there a na- uh, growing up like a natural inclination to be funny? Had you always enjoyed comedy or just like I, I didn't even think to like get involved with it until someone kind of pushed you in that direction? Yeah. And then you realized, oh. This is I something really people like can do. Yeah, yeah, I was always hilarious. <laughs> no, um, that will edit out. Uh, <laughs> no, keep it. Put more, we'll double it up. It'll just keep coming. I was always hilarious. I was always hilarious. I was always hilarious. No, like I always watched um, like SNL uh, growing up, and like you know, In Living Color, mm-hmm. and uh, Kids in the Hall. Um, and, uh, when I was really little, I had four, I have, I have four older brothers. And, uh, when I was really little, we'd watch, you know, Saturday Night Live and I would, I'd be really, I mean, tiny. Uh-huh. I was a little itty bitty. <laughs> oh. And I would, um, you know, 
reenact all the sketches like two wild and crazy guys and stuff like that you know i don't know that one yeah, well it's that? way before your time the, uh, gene dumanian here, so. <laughs> yeah yeah so i would um and we'd listen to like monty python records uh-huh. and stuff like that that's how old i am old <laughs> wax cylinders I, I, this is a nightmare oh. but this is true and uh you listen to the radio plays uh, all gathered around yes you, so you remember when she was 24 there was this new group that started called monty python yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and we'd listen to FDR. It's um, <laughs> fireside chats. It's fireside chats. Um, but, uh, um, so yeah, so I never thought, like, I was like, oh, well, that's, like, not attainable. That's right. impossible. Only certain people who know how to do that um, can do that. I had no idea that, like, and, you know, that it was possible. Right. You know, like, um, I just had no idea it was possible, that, that there was, like, a pathway or that I could actually even be an actor or anything. Sure. I just thought like, oh, that's not, you have to go to like theater school and right, yeah. be doing it since you were a kid and stuff like that is kind of what I always thought. Because yeah, did you do any theater stuff in high school? No, right. I didn't. No. I said, fuck that. This, I, this is a sort of a, a tangential question, but this comes up a lot. We uh-huh. find, we find uh, that people, I never thought I could do this. Right. Do you think like the next generation going forward is there still going to be? Uh, They're going to of... be a bunch of fucking entitled well, assholes. No, that 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 for sure. But this yeah. kind of ignorance that I think we all have, and moving backwards, so like I didn't know I could do that. I now it all... seems like it's probably maybe because we live in New York, or whatever. But it's easier than ever to get involved. Right. At a younger age. Well, I think it's also because of YouTube right. and stuff like that and like um, the internet videos. Um, yeah, yeah, that people are like, you know, oh, I made this dumb video and I got, you know, 10,000, I mean, 10 million hits or whatever. Or like fucking a fucking bumfuck. Yeah. Right. Like so, like, I think anybody, you know, which is good because, like, I, I think it's good because it's also, um, you know, people who we're like, well, I'm just going to start working in the factory right. <laughs> for the rest of my life and never chase after right. my dreams. You know, maybe now they see- can have a Peter no, Pan yeah. complex too. In the yeah. Middle the you bring right. up a good point because that totally almost invalidates the idea of like, oh, we're in New York. There's plenty of outlets here. Anyone who has a, a, a computer with a camera, you know, and, and most of these viral like homemade hits seem to be coming from all over the place. Right. And it's not just like, Ooh, these hip New York kids. No, I mean, that do. being said, you probably should still well, come sure. to New whether York. Or not, yeah. Whether or not yeah. they do anything with right, it. Right, exactly. Yeah. But to get to get noticed, to yes. get that attention, it's it's completely different. I yeah. Think. Yeah, agree. And I think it's also it. more like, um, uh, it's more, I don't know, like the information's more available. Like, oh, go to New York and take class at the UCB Theater. Right. Or go to Los Angeles and take class at the UCB Theater. And like... There's a lot of people on TV who that's what they right. did and they say it in interviews and it's, you know, so it's like... Well, because informa- when we started, even like taking You're, classes, like it was such a smaller thing. Like Yeah, it was know, a like much, much in, smaller like, thing. Like, and you can talk to anyone, it goes back to when it started, what, 99 or whatever, when like Will Hines started taking yeah. classes, but it was like... No one. Like, now the school is, like, a constant, the New York school of, like, 1,200 students always going through right. and getting bigger, whereas before it was well, something you have wait outside yeah. in line to get a fucking show, like, get a class. Like, right. You know. Well, now everybody knows about it. It's something right. that people move to New York to do specifically. Right. Right. Um, you know, it's not something that you necessarily need to seek out. Right. Anymore. I guess that's the point, is that you don't have to, like, I wonder if there's a community that I can fit in with. Sure. Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's... it's 
ubiquitous. In yeah, life. which is great. Yeah, in some ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then you have the other, the other people, right? The other, the you know, whatever. (laughs) Pure Murphy. Uh, Let's 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 get into some uh, some worse gigs. Okay. Yeah. So you do a lot of you know you've you've taken you know experiences at UCB and you've done a lot of uh, uh, act commercial work and things like that and you live in Los Angeles and you're a working. Actor, mm-hmm. uh, you're a stub hubber st- right now. <laughs> oh boy. Do, you, do you, you know? Do you have any? Um, I mean, I don't know if we're skipping over a huge chunk of time here. Well, just that but, she had cancer, but whatever. Well, no, just <laughs> 2003 to present. That, that's, no, that's, I'm kidding. That's, 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 that's the. Oh, we can leave that for the ultimate worst. <laughs> that gig. definitely sounds like it might be the worst gig. Uh, so yeah, no. Let's let here. Let's paint a picture, Pam. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in your car in New York. Mm-hmm. You're smoking cigarettes like a bad woman. <laughs> <laughs> and you're complaining about your life. Because you got on some tear about some bullshit interview or some audition you had to go on mm-hmm. and this and that. Lay them out. Like, what's the... Oh, lay them out? Give the terrible parts of what... Like, you're, of auditioning? At, right now, you're essentially... You're, you're, you're a working actress. Like, you're... That's what you do. You Yeah, that's what I do for a not, living. You're not doing another job. You're no, not doing I'm not. finance stuff. Well, I teach improv, right. so yeah. I like to yeah, but it's still <laughs> it's in the comedy world. Right, right, uh, right, right. So, you know, but how do you yeah, what what's the what's the deal with that? The How's worst that? thing. Okay, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, not cool. bad. It's all right. It's Great. fine. It's good. It's good. Um It's terrible. Um I don't know, as far as like Auditioning for commercials, sometimes it's fine, and sometimes it's like, what? Why am right. I even here? What is this? Like, I, you know, like it's, uh, they'll be like, okay, now pick up this box, put it over here, smile, but not too much, and you're happy, <laughs> but you're not like crazy about it, but you know, you're not upset, you know, it's like all, the, and you're just like, what? Why am I even here? I drove right. an hour to come do this or right. whatever. Um, so there's like that aspect of it, but it makes it all worth it when they, when you book one (laughs) and then you're like, thank God, you know, (laughs) thank God I can smile and (laughs) say a word. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. So a shilling some product. Right, right, Uh, right, right. How long does that smile last of happiness? Oh, it's fleeting. It's so, you know, (laughs) it's fleeting. It's so fleeting. You know, you shoot that day or whatever, right? right? Uh, and sometimes they're terrible and sometimes they're good. For the most part, most of mine have been, you know, anything, any experience that I've had has been good. Right. Um, you know, for the most part. But, uh, yeah, it's like gone until maybe like you see it on TV and then you're like, yay. Uh-huh. And then like maybe it stops showing, you know, and you then you're like, you get a handful of texts from some friends. Yeah. Like, or you, when the check is in the mail, when you open up the yeah. mailbox residual, and you're like, nice, yeah. you know, residual checks are always nice. Um, sure. were you doing this kind of work in New York first? first oh, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's like, and also too, I've done like commercials that like don't air. So right. you think you're going to get like, you know, or you get cut out of the commercial and you're like, Ugh, right. you know, or you get like downgraded to background because right. like your face isn't in it because they, I don't know, hired like 12 people right. and you're like, well, I audition and you're like, yay. Well, you know, whatever. Do um, you have commercials that you, you know, beyond the fact that you're like, oh, fuck, this isn't going to go national because they're not even showing it. So I'm not going to get a residual. Right. Have you done commercials where you're like, oh, thank God that that didn't air. No, 
Not really. Oh, that's good. No, I don't really care. I mean, I hate, I actually don't like to see myself. Like, I hate <laughs> watching myself. It's the worst. I'm like, oh. But right. I, I, I don't know. I think that maybe that's true for everyone. You're like, oh, like, stay, like I'm like, I'm so people. hunched over. My face is all squished right. up. I don't really look like that. That doesn't look natural. All like, right. I, it looks like I'm like acting or whatever. And then, then you just have to be like, whoever made this, they know what they're doing. They like edited a gazillion commercials. Right. And I guess they're right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm hard pressed to buy. I don't know. People, it weirds me out. People are into looking at themselves. Or oh, yeah. Oh, no, I hate it. Like, I even like shows that I've taped, right. you know, and then people are like, oh, do you have a, you know, whatever. Or do you have it? Taped mod sketch shows? Well, yeah. Or my solo show. They're like, oh, do you have it somewhere so I can right. watch it? And I was like, you know, whatever. And uh, so then I have to watch it to make sure there's no real. Right. You know, yeah, so I have to sit through the whole thing and watch it, and ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. but but uh, you know, like uh, this show that I'm running now, I tape like every me? yeah, I tape every one for whatever reason. I'm like, I'll just tape every one; it's good because I think I'm gonna look at it and be like, that worked, that didn't work. Right. Oh, that worked. Oh, <laughs> oh, next time I'll do it this way, and next time, oh, this really <laughs> happened, and then. Uh, I don't look at them, and I'm sure. like, I just feel it from the audience. And every audience yeah. is different, you know, yeah. I feel like. So sometimes some things hit with some audiences, and sometimes you're like, oh, that didn't hit, but something different will hit. So. Or, I mean, you, you, you hope that there's that you can get that kind of, pull that out of, you know, watching or performance. I mean, in my I remember uh, seeing a tape of my band playing, at, like, one of these School of Rock things for, <laughs> like, little kids. It was... It was great. It was, in, it was at uh, like Wait, Queens Oxford College. My, yeah, Oxford Collapse played like a summer program for kids who wanted to like it's like a band camp type thing. Right. And we were like for a lot of these kids the first band they'd ever seen play in a theater. Uh-huh. Like ten year old kids, and we're playing, and um, it was shot. And when I was when I was looking, I was like, oh, this is you know, maybe and I just like, oh man, I just like. My profile is like, just this fat Italian guy on stage, <laughs> sweating, and uh, I couldn't get over that. Yeah. And then I made my wife turn it off. Well, I can't watch it. I, turn Eddie, it off. As, as any photo that you photoshopped of me live, it's a well, terrible word. Like, I'm constantly just like, what am I doing? Like, I look crazy. The, no, the difference is that with the style of music job. that Jeff plays, there is a, there is a sense of doom just always... So you, I mean, I love these photos for the listener. If you log on to uh, the Worst Gig Ever Facebook page, you'll see some photos of Jeff really killing this bass. The one for the Halloween 3 poster that we made. It's disgusting. Well, it's just, <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's charismatic. <laughs> we all have our, we all have our individual things we get hooked on. And I know for me, I'll be like, God, what a fat neck. <laughs> like, how did they catch every photo yeah. in between? Good shot, good Isn't shot. Isn't that weird? It's like, a, it's totally our perception because like me looking at it, I wouldn't look at it and see that right. at all. It's right. so weird, right? It's the same you, thing. But you it's, also have this vision in your mind of, course, of what yeah. you look like. Right, and, yeah. I know. And it's totally different from what yeah. you actually do. I mean, I mean me. brought up before, it's what my fucking therapist goes over with me all the time. <laughs> of, like people's perception of you, like either what they think about you or how they look at you is not what you have right. about yourself. Right. Which is always going to bow to be terrible. Yeah. Like, Case so. in point, receptionist at my dentist's office, I come and she's like, oh my God, you look just like my son David. You look <laughs> spitting image of Did David. Did you see a picture she of him? She showed me a picture of David. Fat Italian. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't right. break out of so this. So your perception I, of yourself is the same I, as other people's perception not, of you. In this case, I will say, especially David. for, I, I've got, you know, I don't have the highest self-opinion a lot of times, but I'm never looking forward to what's on the other end of, you know who you look like. It's <laughs> never, it's never going to be good for me. Like, I just think, it, because most of the time, also at this point, at least for me, it's always Jack Osborne, uh, Seth Reagan. Or super bad because I can never remember just Jonah super, Hill's yeah. name. It'll just be people people yelling weird, super I bad too on. Who have gotten Jonah Hill before? Right. Well, that's uh, weird. I've also gotten Andy Kaufman. Oh, that I could I kind of see. see. <laughs> yeah. When I was younger, I got John. Turturro. If he was fatter <laughs> and, and, and looked more Italian. <laughs> um, Anyway. So you've got a pile of tapes of your show that you never watched. See, now, now <laughs> Pam is exa- is looking at me through the eyes of like someone. Oh, he really does look like a fat Andy Kaufman. in Sicily in 1907. <laughs> hey. Selling some brujut and, and olive oil yeah, on his dock. Yeah, yeah. No, I th- you do kind of look like Andy Kaufman. Right, he does. Now that, yeah, now that you said it, it, I do think I, I would never have looked at yeah. you and been like, Oh, you look was, like Andy no, Kaufman. No, it was a guy at a hardware store. I walked into hardware store and he's like, yo, man, Andy Kaufman's in here. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. it's better than Jack Osborne. I think you'll get more action in your life. I haven't. <laughs> um, I'll tell my wife. Uh, yeah, my wife will be like, you know, you really look like uh, Latka tonight. You know, I'm really uh, not feeling our marriage anymore. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking about it. It's like, ooh. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> um, uh, so... Uh, so yeah, you go out. Do you go out on more auditions in LA than you know? The whole reason you move. One of the reasons you moved to LA. The mm-hmm. main reason is for job, right? Career. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, be- just before that. Yes, we gotta get Should into get the it? whole East Coast, West Coast. That's what I'm getting beef. into. Well, as someone from New Jersey, you had a brother who lived in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Were you one of these uh, East Coast people that? What's your take on LA? I guess is okay. What I'm getting at okay. Right. Um, uh, I also have bad gigs. Oh, yeah, so yes. let's not forget about yeah. oh, that. Okay, it. okay, okay. Um, so when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was like, I hate it here. This place sucks. <laughs> uh, New York is so much better. What did I do? What did I do? I did the wrong thing. Hey, this Pam, is- how's LA? Eh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. Uh. It's all right. I hate it here or, you know, something like that, right? I don't know. So that lasted for like six months. Okay, I'll just, <laughs> I thought I was going to, let me tell you what I thought. You fucking got sucked in. Go on. I thought, well, no, I thought I would like go there. We'll be because I went there to visit and I right. did my show and everybody there is like, you have to move here. You have to move here. There's so much work here. You right. have to move here, right? Then you like move there and you're like, I moved here. And they're like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else from New York comes and does yeah. their show. And they're like, you got to move here. You yeah, gotta move here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, so, you know, they're... They already have their whole lives right. already. They have yeah. their what they're doing. They're like routines. <laughs> right. They, you know, you got to really wedge yourself into their lives, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you want to hang out. It's different. Right. And it's different. You don't just run into people. Like right. in New York, here, you know, if you're at the UCB Theater, you go there and hang out and watch shows and you run and you into people. Run and, McManus, you yeah, you run field. into people like any night of the week. And um, there is just a little bit different. You have to kind of make plans and stuff. So... You know, you're like, oh, I moved. Theater, you can't hang out. Like, no. there's no hanging yeah, out. Yeah, really. there's not that much of a hang. People don't really hang out that much. I'm so the scene there. is a little. It's different. Yeah. So like, you do have to make plans with people so that you get out of your apartment because it's easier there 
to like stay home. Whereas here, I feel like you're out, you're out. Right. You might as well yeah. just go to this thing, go to that thing before you go home. Like right. it's it's just and different. especially if you're in your old situation, if you you were living in Jersey City, so yeah. You're so like, well, I'm in the city. Yeah. I'm just yeah, going to stay just, here. Right. I'm, 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 stay I'm here. sure you can corroborate this that the idea that if you're living in Los Angeles and you're working, uh-huh. it's great. Oh yeah. If you're living in Los Angeles and you're not working, then you're confined to that apartment. Right. But so, the eh. but the other thing is too like um. So I was like, oh, well, so I thought, you know, everybody's like, move out here. So then I did. And they're like, oh, good for you. And I thought that I would go there. I would do that show a couple uh-huh. times. And they'd come knocking on my door. Because it, like, was You're the like best solo show of the year. Girl. It was, like, the best solo show of the <laughs> year. Axel Rose getting off the well, bus I was like, the jungle exactly. video. But, I mean, it was. It a, happened for Axel. It happened for <laughs> But, I mean, honestly, it was a good show. It was a yeah. good show. It was a smart show, whatever. The C word? Yes. It's a great show. Yeah, it was a good show. Picked up by Showtime? Yeah. 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 Thank God you had cancer. I know. It worked out so well. It did. It worked out great. (laughs) It worked out great. So then um, that did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Time Out Pick does not carry over to L.A. (laughs) I did... uh, I did do my show there a couple times, and it was like, ah, you know, I was like, anybody? Huh? Hey, guys. Come back. Come and they're on. like, we really loved it. Okay. You know, whatever. Right. So you have these weird... What else do you got? You have the, Yes. Yes. What else do you got? What else <laughs> yes, do you right. got? What, what else? It's yeah. exactly it. What yeah. else do you got? What else can you do? Blah, blah, blah. It's not... um you know, and then it was just like, oh, well, I messed up. You know, I did the wrong, <laughs> I, I did the wrong thing. I should not have moved here. I should be back in New York. Right. Blah, 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 blah. And um, then I was like, well, what do I like to do? Um, I like to make things. I like to make comedy things. Right. And um, I'm going to keep doing that, you know. And then I joined a mod team, which for the listeners out there who don't know, is a UCB house sketch team. Oh, hello. Uh, So um, where me and Pam first met. Yes. We were were on a team together in New York. And uh, so I auditioned for... Bonded by hatred. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yes. (laughs) So I auditioned for a mod team there. I got on a mod team. And then um, I was like, well, I just got it right. So I just wrote another show, another solo show. And... um, then things were happier again because it wasn't even it wasn't like oh where it doesn't matter where you are right, right? you it, still have to be doing gotta do stuff. the work you yeah you work. still have to do you still have to keep producing stuff and that makes you not depressed right. you know what i mean like if you're like oh look i made this thing and i did this thing and at least i accomplished at least i got out of the bed today right you exactly know? now it's were really- you uh in that period where you finally figured out you got to do stuff were you annoyed at yourself that you got sucked into that kind of la american mythology almost of like oh i've got to just like make it (laughs) no i I wasn't annoyed at myself because it's happened for people right people that i know right it's happened for right and some people that i know it's they've lived there for four or five years and then it happens or they live there for three years and then it happens you know and i think that the thing is is that you just have to sometimes people get super lucky right and that's what it is. And sometimes people work really hard and right. they just keep producing well, stuff. Well, which is and- also the same. I mean, it was something we used to talk about together in New York. And we talked about, I think, even on the phone over in L.A. is that realization. And I think we've talked about on the podcast that, uh, you know, there's not that's the, the frustrating part of this kind of job. But that there is no clear path. Right. And there's no clear just like, oh, well, no, if I do this, then this is going to work right. out. Like, and having to 
have faith enough in yourself that's just like, okay, well, this will just be my path. Like, right. Know, like that's something we both talked about as being like a little bit older in some way. Like, you know, for both yeah. of us. Exactly. Like, we're just like, oh, fuck, we're not yeah. the 24 year old. But especially coming from having almost, I guess, a previous career doing this as a banker, right. where there is more of a clear cut. You through, through promotions, you you steadily rise to the and top. make you a major cashish. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but, oh, but the, I mean, this is something that I think is the interesting flip side to if you're not necessarily like pursuing some kind of creative passions. Like there is some weird satisfaction. Maybe it's not weird for most people knowing that. Like okay, if you work hard and you get promoted, there's something. Um, uh, uh, predictable about knowing where your paycheck is or satisfying about like I know I'm making this amount of money every you know and increase every year and my title will increase my responsibilities and my you know compensation all that right right Um, not this crazy world of hoping there will be a windfall of one job right maybe and even that windfall of the one job it's not like you're like I made it (laughs) you're like swimming in gold the blues like like, the show could get the show could get canceled like um, the deal fell through. Uh, you know, they bought your pilot, but they didn't make it. Right, you yeah. know, so that's why no matter what happens, no matter who stuff. you are, you still have to keep uh, producing shit. Right. Cause, and I think even like, I mean, you have to want to do it, right? Yeah. You have to enjoy doing it. And also, um, you know, it helps to, de- you just get better. Yeah. You just get better. You develop your own voice, you yeah. know, and, um, which takes which time. Takes forever. Which like, takes time, and I then don't feel like I and then I know you and I have been like, um, you know, some people get successful like immediately, and 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 it's like, what the fuck, right. you know, right. you know, because you think like, ah, like why uh, them? Yes, you <laughs> think me. why them? Why them? Why not me? And right. I think everybody does, and I think it's the same in the music industry because yeah, like the same thing. Like you look at a band, you're like they suck or they're not good or right. like. You know, they're posers or whatever, yeah, or like so and so's a that. hack or something, but sure. you know, it doesn't, you know, why I wasn't sleeping at four you in the can't, morning. You, have to, you have to keep your eyes on your but own paper. Yeah. You have that to keep is, your eyes right. on the own paper. Because what, that, what, it, what it comes down to when we talk about this a lot is this idea that, like, even though it's inevitable and you will do it, to compare yourself to other people, it's like, even if you're sort of doing the same thing, like they're on their path, yeah. you're on yours, you don't know who these people are. What their deal is, who you know, their connections. It's like you're not all going through the same steps at the same right. time. Right. Yeah. Like, well, why did this guy get it? Well, he got it for whatever reason. Yeah. That, you know. Shit. Every, yeah. He got it for a bunch of reasons that are out of his control, her exactly. control, yeah. our control, everyone's it's a, control. It's that kind of thing where, like, you can't. If someone's like, "Well, how do you?" You know, it's like, and, it's, and you get sucked in that too, and then you're not enjoying every sandwich, right? And then exactly. and you're then, not Warren Zevon in it, and that's really what it's all. Enjoy every sandwich. Enjoy every. But the thing is, too, it's like. When that happens, it can be depressing. It can be a bummer, and you can spiral down and not get out of bed. Tell me more. Or you could write, or you could just be like, "Well, I gotta write. I gotta write today." Right. You know, I just right. have to do that. And um, even if it's as a fuck you to them, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, which can be a good motivator. Which an unhealthy but yeah. a powerful motivator. Yeah, that, that sounds like a perfect segue into some of these worst gigs. Okay, that you hinted at earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give us one. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I did a show. I did my cancer show, right? Right. Um, in at a festival, 
in one of the Carolinas, right? right. You get paid to go there, and I drove there. We from won't say which New Carolina, York. just uh, yeah, just because I don't want one of the Carolinas yeah. to get mad at me. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember which Carolina somewhere, right? But the good thing was it was the good thing was it was at a setup where it was like um we stayed in this awesome house on the beach right but right. i just so happened to be doing my show and like a split of the door or whatever and i thought it was i thought they were gonna like be promoting it you sure. know or whatever um and uh you know they were like it's at this theater well it's at like the like <laughs> like the break room <laughs> Of the theater? I don't know what it was. What like, it was. there was this big, beautiful theater, right? right. Where, um, Hedwig and the Angry Inch was be- right. performing during this festival, right? And I'm in like, you, it's, I guess, like the side theater. Right. But it was like, you the know, et cetera theater. Like, yeah, like upstairs. And it was more like a the room. Lounge. It was like a lounge. Yeah. But it was a big <laughs> lounge, I guess. But it was like, there was no backstage where you would do costume changes. Right. It was just like a blank stage and you couldn't play <laughs> videos or anything. You could only do sound right. cues, right? And you have a lot of costume changes. I have not really. I only had like two costume changes. Like but- the, I only have one major yeah, yeah, costume right. change. But you I, have to do it on the stage. It's, it's, I actually have to take... And you gotta get naked. I have to point. take my shirt off and put like this prop thing on. <laughs> and I'm half naked in it. And uh, so I hid behind. I had like a palette, like an <laughs> artist palette. <laughs> so I would... I was like, how am I going to do this, you know? And then I... But I, I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll figure it out. And I was like, oh, I'll hide behind the artist, this artist palette. You know, and they did blackouts. They could black out the lights. So they blacked out. I took my shirt off behind this artist palette. Had to put, I'll just say it was a, um, it was like an eye patch, but for my boob, because it was, uh, breast cancer. It was boob cancer. It was breast cancer that I had. So it was like an eye patch on one eye. So, but you could see my other boob. It was, you know, like a sight gag, but it has to be fast. Like, it's like, I have to change into it, and then, like, the lights have to come on really quickly and shut off really quickly. Like, I can't be standing there in the light, you know? <laughs> so, um, anyway, I did it twice there, and there was maybe, you know, it was just, like, people sitting. It was as if you were doing it in someone's, like, living room, and there were, like, just chairs like there. if you did it right now. If I did it right now. In the green room. Right, and I, like, turned my back to you <laughs> and did this Oh, thing. I wonder if she's got her shirt off now. Oh, but, she does. Uh, but anyway, um... What happened was the guy, there was, I had two different texts. One guy was the tech the first night, and then the second night I did it, it was just like a guy who was like, you know, this is like Larry or whatever who's going to do your tech. I love Larry. You know? And he was like, he was nervous. He was really nervous, and I was like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Like, I think we did did a run through. He was super sweet, right? Right. He was really sweet, and there's this festival, so there's all these tech guys going on, right? (laughs) So anyway, um, uh, he, he, when I did it, you know, I went behind the thing. He brought up the lights too soon, so I'm still changing behind this, like, little artist palette thing. That's what it's called, right? An yeah. artist palette. I'm sorry, and then, and then he, and he was like, oh, and he turned, the- <laughs> and then he turned the lights, <laughs> and then he turned the lights back down and then I came out and I did it and I was like because I go can't sarg or whatever and then I did it and then he turned the lights out and the sound cues were kind of fucked up because he kind of got nervous and he went, nah! Nah! 
and then he just kind of like messed up like what happened with the sound cues after that and the light cues like it was like he turned the lights on didn't turn the music on then he turned the lights back on then he turned the music on it was just kind of messed it up or whatever because he got nervous and he got flustered right Right. and so then and i was like who cares at that i was like who cares you know, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's right. not a big deal for these, you know, 12 people in the audience or whatever. <laughs> and um, uh, you're getting a 50 50 share. And his I know I was I was. And so his wife was there. And after we were talking about it, that his wife was looking at him like, <laughs> like, oh, no, honey, honey. Oh, no. You know, like she was like watching him as he's having a meltdown. Larry, Larry, what are you doing? At the Wait soundboard. I got this <laughs> but then he so it's over but nobody know you know they, they don't know yeah, the audience doesn't right. know i take a bow i'm like thanks thank you so much or whatever immediately he runs up to me like while the people are still sitting down like as soon as i'm like thank you so much thanks a lot you know after the bow he comes <laughs> running up trips over two chairs <laughs> And he's go and he, like knocks one over. People are like, "Oh, are you okay?" He's like, uh, uh, "You know," he, he's floundering. And he comes up to me, and he's like, "Cause nobody knows, you know. You don't make a big deal about it. Who cares, right?" And he's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that happened. You. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And I'm like, "It's okay. You know, it's not a big deal. Cause you don't want it, the audience to know that there is a big fuck up. You know, they have no idea. And who cares? You know what I mean?" They, maybe they didn't don't under- bring attention right exactly. don't bring attention to it but i'm still like i just stepped off of the stage the one step down onto the floor <laughs> still like up there and he's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and i was like it's okay it's okay it's fine it was great it was great thanks you did a great job thank you you know was not a big deal but the- i just felt bad for him sure. because he tripped over a chair it's larry's big break it's Larry's big break, you know, and it's, it's like, movie, I don't think he this. ever ran lights, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, often right. or whatever, or even for a sketch show. But anyway, so on the same show, I'm loading out, right? Cause we're running to go do an improv show after. So like three people are helping me, um, load out my stuff. Cause they have you this drive down there with that gigantic palette, huh? Did you drive that down artist that... palette thing. No, did you drive down there with that gigantic plant too? Yes. She had a gigantic. I, she had a gigantic plant in this thing. Yeah, which I had to like hide behind oh. a curtain because there was no backstage. <laughs> and then I was like, "Can I put this here?" And when I asked them when I was doing tech, is it okay to hide this behind this curtain? They're like, "You can't really put stuff back there." And I was like, "Well, I don't know what to tell you <laughs> <laughs> because this is a key part to the thing." So right there, by the way, is one of my favorite Pam Murphy modes what? when you get into that. Like, look, I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it doesn't come out that often. I know. Usually, I seem like I'm a very nice person but the real me is always like bitter and angry no but um so i uh oh so after that we're loading out and i also had those boxes that i had to bring down so i'm like loading out the big plant this like artist palette and these big boxes so um we're like loading out and then this um the guy who is like the assistant you know whatever stage manager or the stage manager i don't know whatever comes running out and he's like oh well i'll just say this one thing the night before when i did the show a woman came up to me and she was like, 
thank you so much. You know, I'm going to get surgery. She's like a breast cancer lady. And she's like, I'm going to get surgery tomorrow. And it was so funny. I loved it so much. She's Me and my girlfriend. Like a so, the yeah, day? the next day. And she came to my show and she was like, and it made me feel good. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, the like. The drive was so, worth it. The drive was worth it to perform for these like. 15 people for right. that one lady who like sure because sure. it's dark you know like yeah. it's dark and it like makes fun of like all the you know yeah kids sir yeah it wasn't it's a fucking right situation. right but it, yeah so Didn't but make it's, you stop smoking cigarettes but whatever <laughs> but it's all yeah well that's <laughs> eh, what do you want what do you want from me <laughs> it wasn't my fault but um but so it was uh it wasn't but uh <laughs> gotcha. But uh, so it like made me feel good or whatever, yeah. right? I was like, oh, that's great. You know, uh, good for her. And then, um, and good for me. But then <laughs> she, uh, so I was like, so the next night after that whole snafu happened, we're loading all the shit out. The uh, stage manager comes and is like, oh, 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 wait, there's a woman and she really wants to talk to you. So I think it's going to be like a lady who's like, thank you so much, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> oh, it was so inspiring or some shit like that. <laughs> So heaping praise, heaping yeah. praise. So I was like, oh, oh, OK. Right. Exactly what Pam Murphy loves. So this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I live for it. <laughs> Makes me young again. It's like the tears <laughs> of small children. Um, so then uh, this woman comes out and she goes, did you write that? <laughs> and I go, yeah. And she goes, did that really happen to you? <laughs> And I go, yeah. And she goes, have you done it for other cancer patients? And I go, yeah. And she goes, did they like it? And I go, yeah, some of them did. And she goes, oh, and walks away. I was like, you answered all of her questions. She was, she was like, not into it at all. She stopped me, and then I was like, what <laughs> the hell just happened? Like, did that lady think that I'm just an asshole who right. wrote a show about someone having cancer and just decided to perform it? You just did do your normal Ooh, blackout line of like, fuck cancer, I don't have it. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> fooled, fooled you. you. The ultimate grip. Fooled you. Fooled you. <laughs> So There's I thought no cure for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So I thought that was weird. And then Larry tripped well, over that lady. No, the, the, <laughs> what, I, what I love about that story—it's actually something that we haven't had on the show before—is the reason why it's a worse gig is it's totally out of your hands. It's right. like a technical snafu by kind of a guy, you know, like that. We haven't really experienced right. that yet in, yeah. in terms of people t- telling stories about right. like. You know, and thinking back on just our shows, I mean, sure, I, you definitely had one. I remember you told a story about like a sound guy who just didn't. Oh, wouldn't stop would, hitting the brown the note. The brown note. And, yeah. You know, we uh, just played a show in Toronto where the guy, or Montreal, where the guy like would not get rid of the bass frequency that made me want to poop my pants and throw up the entire time. Why? What is it? What does that mean? I don't it know was like it. just so, there was this low tone going through the whole PA, Oh, like a buzz kind Our of? entire set that was just like, <laughs> but like loud enough and big enough that it really. Really, like I, th- I was like, I'm gonna throw up. Like you need oh, to stop. Oh, it was so horrible. He's like, no, it sounds great out here, bro. No, <laughs> Even after you told him, yeah, and he just kept going. I was like, bro, this is the worst. And then we got broken. He probably, ha- he probably doesn't have very good hearing. His right. hearing is probably very shot. That's this, good to be this, back. I, this idea though that like it's completely out of your control. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Well, because that happened. I mean, I remember we were bitch because you were doing your show. I think around the same time you had a technical fuck up. But I, when we were doing. 
uh, my show Getting Quaid, uh, the 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 narrator in that last show that we did was like me and Emily Strawn and Jim Santangeli as Prince. Yeah. Uh, but it was narrated by Prince the whole thing. Uh, but all of Prince's dialogue was pre-recorded, so Prince would come back like six or seven times, and so like there was a big delay before one of our shows, and I was like, "What's going on? They're not blacking out." And I remember running out into the tech booth, and the tech guy was just like. I don't know where any of your stuff is. All of your music cues are gone. Yeah. And I was just like, what? I don't know. Where's the D- Where's the CD? He's like, I can't find it. I don't know. And like, I remember Santangelo was just like, well, you know, that's live theater. Uh, but <laughs> was like, where was it? They, he, they end up finally finding the CD hidden underneath a pile of other CDs, had to reimport everything because there were, I know yours had a lot of tech cues too, but mine had like, 16 audio cues. Yeah, mine didn't have as 10 many as videos. You. Yeah. Like, it was an insane yeah. amount of. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Because it's hard. And it makes a big the, difference. Like, if you've got a small crowd, too, like, as uh, you get smaller and smaller, yeah. like, you're just. It, yeah, it makes a huge difference. It immediately the tech the is The gets tech around. is, like, so important. Yeah. It's like, the tech is, like, so important because it's pacing. Like, yeah. it's all about pacing. You yeah. know, like, you have to keep going. And, like, if something weird kind of happens, the audience is kind of like, huh, well. I mean, they might not necessarily know, but a lot of times, like, you know. I feel like, especially with comedy stuff in a small theater, like, they're, it's not that they're looking for it, but any little, like, glitch will, like, make them reset. So, like, you'll lose, like, five minutes. Yeah, and then there's also that, you know, there's always, because you're really super dependent on, when you're doing a sketch show, you're, like, really dependent on your tech person, like, that they're going to black you out when you're supposed to be blacked out, that the songs are going to be right, and blah, 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 you know? Because that's what it was. Wasn't there one uh, where you you did the, the no shirt thing, and they just didn't black you out, so you're just hanging out? I remember that was there was something like that. And you just it, came back and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> it was something weird. Happened. My boobs hanging out. It was really terrible because I was like, then I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, but it's one of those things that you're like, uh. what happened was I think I came out to the blue. Right. Like the stage was partially lit still. Right. And I came out and it's like should be black or right. whatever. And I was standing there and I could like look at the faces of the people, <laughs> you know, and it's what's supposed to be. It should be like totally black. You yeah. see me for a second, then it blacks right. out. Like, what the fuck was that? You know, like yeah. that's part of the uh, joy of it, right. the mystique. So like if that doesn't happen, it doesn't really necessarily Not just out. Not just me like hanging out in like a blue light and it not <laughs> happening, you know, right. and then the light coming on and me being like, fuck, get me out of here, you know. <laughs> but it's also the chance that I took by doing that, right, you know, sure. because you take chances and you're like, well, you know, hopefully this will work out. And and also that was like that was maybe like the second time that I had right, done that right. show. But by the end, like by after doing it a bunch of times, I was like, who cares? Sure, you, sure. You're so used to like having your tit hanging out, right. fellas, you know, that it's just like. Tell me about it. But it is kind of like, eh, it doesn't matter so much. Like th- shit happens. And, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's hard, though. It's hard, especially at the beginning, because it, it, especially in your case, it's a one woman show. So it's like, that's all you got. Right. It's and you it, and the tech. There's no it's not like you can be like, hey, I'm going to throw it to this guy. Right. Oh, wait a second. No one's yeah. there. And, and, and I didn't have like a helper. Like right. sometimes people will do a solo show and they'll have like a dresser right, or right. like something like that. And I didn't have that. I like it had to be, you know, self, I guess, sustaining or self-contained. Right. right. So that I just did everything. So I didn't need anyone to move any of the set pieces around or do any of that right. stuff and just have like really quick blackouts or whatever. And that's the same way this one is. I don't have anybody 
um, helping me do that. But fuck everyone, you do it yourself. So, but in terms of of your first show, uh-huh. uh, I'm I'm curious. How soon after you find out that you have cancer are you able to laugh about it? I mean, I laughed about it. Um, pretty soon after I laughed about it, because uh, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. As soon as I found out, I was like, Aah! I was bawling for days, probably, you know, and couldn't believe it. It was like a little bit in denial. Maybe it was a couple weeks. Yeah. Probably it was probably a couple weeks. I was like a little bit in denial about it, like, right. and not really. And you're also not sure, like. You, you have to find out, like, how bad it is, like, what you're going to have to do, like, all that shit, you know? And, like, but you know that your life is never going to be the same. You right. know, it's, you're, it's it's like something, it's like a no-take-back kind of a thing. It's right. like something that happens and, you know, you have to deal with it. It's a pain in the ass. Right. And then, uh, but I would say probably a couple of weeks after, but, like, um, you know, it wasn't like, I, it, you know, it wasn't like that was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Like, I, worst things have happened to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's I didn't know you when you had cancer. I knew you after. But right. Like, it's like knowing pants personality. That was one of the great parts of the C word is like there. There's no moment in the show because it's reflective of what pants personality was uh, as an audience member where there's not there's never that moment of like. And that's when I really learned something about myself and no kids. Right. No learning, no hugging. Yeah, no. there is no... I mean, like, it's like... I don't know. Like, it's, and that's one of the... Because I was always just like, oh, that's awesome. Like, for me, when I saw it, I was like, oh, great. Pam did a fucking show about cancer that's really funny. Like, is... Like, touches you, but is also, like, not in, like, the, like, oh, awesome. Like, I've got that moment now I can use. Right, right, like, right. That kind of shit wears me out. Uh, but it would also not be for... I mean, Pam. It wouldn't be Pam. Yeah, I, if I was like, if I was like, all of a sudden a sincere person, right? Exactly. <laughs> who felt I, I learned you something talking about it once, where you were just like, I thought you remember you talking about cancer, and you were like, oh yeah, you know, I was gonna like go to like some like cancer support groups. So I was like, what am I gonna do that for? Yeah, what am I gonna do? It's a pain <laughs> in the ass. Like, I got to get in the car. I did go one time. It was the worst. Right. Like, I went to like a a yoga class. And I was, it was like at the hospital, like a free yoga class. And it was like, this lady was like fucked up, like right. had something wrong. <laughs> you know? You're like, good luck with all that lady. <laughs> and like, she, it was so sad because she was like, I'm sorry, I can't do that, you know? And the guy's like, just do what you can, Mabel. Just do what you're able to do. And she's like, I can't do, you know? And I was just like, never again. I'm never dealing with that shit again. And another time I went to, it was specifically like women's cancer one. Uh, That one, that lady had like some kind of muscular thing. But this was like... um, uh, like a free one in the city and a lady passed out, you know, like she fell over, passed out. Cause it was like people of all kinds of stages, like right. of like recovery and shit like that. She passed out and, um, like the other ladies were bitchy and they were like, what the fuck? She shouldn't even be here. <laughs> And there are other cancer ladies, and I was like, "Never again." She's got a little bit too much. Because she's like, "It's making on cancer." Crime. They were like, "They were like, she's making it awkward for everyone." Like they're really bitchy. I got enough issues today. Yeah, <laughs> she, they were like really bitchy, and because we they had to stop the class, like take her out and all this stuff like that. And they were, you know, those ladies just were not having it. And then I was like, "I'm not dealing with these people. I can't stand it." Uh, you know? So to kind of bring it all together uh, for the end. Um, 
And I guess, it, I, you know, one final, well, two final questions. Uh, but the first one, uh, you know, you, obviously, like I said, there's not there's not that moment in that show. But, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of something we talk about. Does that play into, like, you know, is that in your brain of, like, you know, when you have those moments of, like, what am I doing? Like, why did I move to L.A.? Why don't I right. just fucking get a finance job? Like, is that part of it? Like, you know, like, or, you know, is it just something that you've always had? Just like, well, what the fuck else am I going to do? Why would I not just keep? doing this uh-huh. what because i love it like does it is, is it a part of that decision or what having had cancer yeah. is a part of a decision um um i would never get a finance job again right i could never see myself working in an office right. or even doing sales oh, or like worse. working like you know what i'm saying like yeah no i couldn't do that and i don't think that it's um I don't know if it even has to do with like having had cancer. Like you think that like you're going to have cancer and you're like, my life's going to be different. Like right. I'm going to do it right this time. You know what I mean? Like I really, and I, I don't, I kind of don't feel like that. Like, right. um, uh, I do, I, I think it's more like having a taste, you know, yeah. of like, oh, you know, I could, this is a taint. Like I could do this. I right. could like be a writer. I can do this. Right. Um, you know, uh, or I could like be on a TV show. Like once you have a taste of it, you're like, yes, I can, I can do this. I can keep doing it. But well, I think- there is also that knowing you again, like it, like, and cause we all have it, but I know, especially you, but like, you're almost <laughs> especially like, especially me. You're a junkie for like, I, oh, come on. What, what do you got? What do you got for me? Praise, uh, praise. Yeah, yeah. Like, I am. That drives you, right? Like, I mean, yes. I'm sure that's a big I, chunk I, of oh, it. So you're yeah. a, you're a, a reading your own reviews type. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. Who the hell wouldn't? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I'm a crazy genius. people. I'm a genius. It says so here. Someone else said it. Oh, thank you. Yes, I know. Thank you. Um. Uh. Well, yeah. That's the thing. I think like um, improv is right. one of those things. It's you get that immediate, right. immediate, uh, you know, praise or yeah. immediate reaction from the audience whenever you do a live performance, right? right? So I think that also drives you too. You're like, yes, I am good at this. People do like what I do. I'm, you know, especially when you're doing your thing that maybe isn't, is, is kind of different or not right. like, you know, you, ha- you have, your, you're like, I, even with this show, like my new show, it's very much like, this is me. Right. This is what I think is funny. This is what I like. This is what I do. Right. This is my thing or whatever. Right. Like even with the last show and, it, before I did the cancer show, and even with this show, before the first time you do it, you're like, well, I hope this goes good. You know what I mean? You're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. People might be like, what the fuck, fuck am I watching, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, people might think that, or like, who is this lady? What a crazy person. <laughs> right. Or like, this is just weird, or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so you don't know. You don't know. It's like stuff that you think is funny. You're like, I, I think it's really funny. Yeah. And then you do do it and you're like, yeah, it is funny. I was right. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's that thing of like, yeah, I was right. I will say like sometimes if I'm nervous before I do a show um, and I'll get like nervous, which everybody I think does. I think that's like normal. It's like your adrenaline's pumping and you're like, oh, I hope it goes well. I hope fucking (laughs) the tech guy, you know, whatever, you know, uh, you're like, I hope it goes well. Then I just go. I had cancer. Fuck this. Right. And then I just am like, I'm just going to go out there and do it. You know right. what I mean? It, like, it helps me to talk myself, like, 
into off the ledge. Yeah, off the yeah. ledge and into like just like just do it. Who cares? Right. You know what I mean? It's just comedy. What is there? Uh, you know uh, what's going to happen? I'm not it gonna... is refreshing when you can tell yourself that and believe it. Like, yeah, I'm just like oh yeah, it is just kind of who fucking like the yeah. It's not like oh, wait show. a second. You could have Patch Adams might have something different to say about that. It's just comedy. Remember Patch Adams? Yeah, the Robin Williams. Yeah, right. Uh, he, people said it was just comedy, but. He knew it was a little something more. <laughs> that's what he, that's what, is that the um, tagline for that movie? Yep. Uh, I think that's the tagline it. for this podcast uh, now. <laughs> exactly. Not just comedy. Patch uh, Adams. This episode sponsored by Patch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Remember <laughs> that movie? Rented today. Comes in with the red clown clothes yep. on. Yeah. Dead pans on I'm trying to think. I knew someone whose mother dated Patch Adams. The real Patch Adams? Yeah. That's all. I, that's all I can go with that so, story. I don't remember any other detail. Uh, so for this our... woman may have been fucked by Patch Adams. Oh yeah, which is, uh... she laughed. She up a definitely storm. was fucked by <laughs> yeah. Patch Adams. What do you mean? May oh, have he been? put his weird little dick into her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Patch Adams style with a little red nose at the end of it. Patch <laughs> Adams style. <laughs> I make my own condoms. <laughs> um, the so... power of laughter. <laughs> right. Our final question. Yeah, that's uh, a question we ask everybody. Here. Oh okay. Uh, what do you think of the word gig? gig. <laughs> Stumped her. <laughs> uh, I think it's weird a little bit. Um, I think it's weird a little bit. I think. Uh, well, we used to make fun of gig bags and gigging out. Gig bags. Gigging out. <laughs> gigging out. A, I got a gig bag. A reoccurring theme. But here's know. one thing I, I I think that like actors sometimes do, and then not so much in. Um, I don't know, maybe more here or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, people say, I got a gig, right. like for acting. Yeah. And you're like, I got this gig, I got this gig. And it'll be like working at a haunted house. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not a gig. It's like, relax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's not a gig. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm sorry for everyone working in a haunted house. But you know what I'm Look, saying? Like, trying to get like, by. But, you know, people will say it like it's like, I got this gig. Right. Like, like, like it's like the fucking. Did you get feel. that gig? What happened to that gig? <laughs> yeah. You get that gig? Oh, yeah. you got the gig. Yeah. <laughs> That was like something out of Rent or something. Yeah, oh, we've got the gig. We've got the gig. But I think it's also like, like, I got this gig, man. Like, uh, uh, I, But I think it's funny when you say it in a way like, that's a pretty good gig. <laughs> I'm kind of into that gig. Well, listen, Pam, it's been fantastic having you on the show. Oh, thanks for having things me. Are, things are looking up. You oh, got, I hope so. Oh, you got God, stuff I hope in the so. works. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, you've gone through a lot of uh, adversity over the years. Yeah, um, and storms and you you got a storm. You got a weather to get home. Ugh. I mean, this is if if there was ever time to say. Wait, oh, hold on a second. Uh, I got a text from uh, Larry from the Carolinas. Oh, you oh. did. Yeah, the text. What's <laughs> Larry got to say? Uh, he says, uh, "Get home safe." Ah, <laughs> poor Thanks, guy. Pam. Thank you, Pam. Thanks, guys. Worst gig ever. 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 Ever.